2: Welcome to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Wherever and whenever you may be listening around the world, we welcome you to the broadcast. I thank you all for tuning in. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. And if you missed any of our previous broadcasts, you can always subscribe to the full show archive. At www.thesecretteachings.info, if you go over to the website, you'll find not only the archive for the shows, you can download and stream all those shows, and listen when you have the time to do so. But you can also find our montage archive that you'll get access to, pushing 90 montages now. Those are pretty fun to go back and listen to. Still might do a montage show or two in the future, that might be fun just to kind of play through some montages on air. You'll also get access to my digital books, and when you subscribe for one year, you get a physical copy of one of my books, so that makes the one year subscription for $50 the best deal, especially considering that Occult Arcana is a 500 plus page book, it's larger than 6 by 9 and that book alone costs $38, so it's a great deal. You can buy it for a friend, get it for yourself, for a family member, share your login with your family, you know, whatever. I try to I try to be uh, accommodating, and uh, some people can't afford the full price, so we'll give discounts uh, on a case-by-case basis. Again, rdgable at yahoo.com and www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can find all of the information, including the books that are sold individually my other books, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir. If I'm being honest, tonight I really don't know where to start with the show. So I thought, let's begin with a quote from Ray Kurzweil from Google. Here's the quote. You could have some self-replicating nanobot that could create copies of itself, and ultimately, within 90 replications, it could devour the body It's in or all humans if it becomes a non biological plague. That's a very, very disturbing quote from Ray Kurzweil. Maybe you know Ray, maybe you don't know Ray. Ray Kurzweil is one of those guys who, if you're really interested in technology, if you're a nerd or a geek, you probably have heard of Ray Kurzweil. And if you're a nerd or a geek and you really like technology, You might enjoy the types of things that Ray Kurzweil writes, both theoretical and practical applications of new technological developments. Or maybe you're like me. I guess I am a nerd. I'm kind of a a geek, but I don't really believe that the types of things that Ray Kurzweil writes about are really beneficial to humanity. Any new technology, any new development is, of course, going to have positive applications. But when you put that technology directly or indirectly into the hands of psychopaths, eugenicists, control freaks, people that just want to watch the world burn, the new technological applications can become weaponized quite rapidly. I think uh, before we go any further, I also need to tell you about something that, of all the things that I've researched, all the things that I've read about, all the people I've interviewed, all the books that I've written, all the time and dedication I've put into this show, there have only been a few things that have been, to me, disturbing beyond my perception of this this inherent. Uh, natural battle between darkness and light, where I can look at something dark and say the positive is bringing illuminating elements to that darkness. This is one of those things that it doesn't really seem like there's an illuminating component. It's called smart dust. Researchers from the University of California, Berkeley, officially on the website of UC Berkeley, developed a technology referred to as smart dust. This dust was funded by the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA, and by extension, the U.S. Department of Defense. The material is technically called neural dust, and it can be implanted, injected, or inhaled into the body. According to a UC Berkeley article from 2016, quote, Sprinkling of neural dust opens door to electrocuticles. End quote. The article explains that the dust is composed of wireless, batteryless implantable sensors developed to help control prosthetics through the stimulating of nerves and muscles. The individual particles are one millimeter cubes, but researchers estimate, as of 2013, eight years ago that they could probably shrink those one millimeter cubes to a cube 50 microns per side or two thousandths of an inch, half the width of a human hair. Each one of these little cubes contains a piezoelectric crystal that converts ultrasound vibrations from outside the body into electricity in order to power an onboard, uh, onboard transistor connected to one of your internal organs. UC Berkeley researchers explain how the wireless sensors work. They said they couldn't be, quote, implanted in the body, bringing closer the day when a Fitbit-like device could monitor internal nerves, muscles, or organs in real time. Michael Maharbiz, an associate professor of electrical engineering and one of the two authors from Berkeley working on this technology, said, quote, having access to in-body telemetry has never been possible, because there has been no way to put something super tiny, super deep. But now I can take a speck of nothing and park it next to a nerve or organ, your GI tract, or a muscle, and read out the data. End quote. This dust, therefore, works as a very small version of a Fitbit. Now, this was talked about in 2012-2013, the research and development for smart or neural dust goes back further than 2012 or 2013. I've interviewed a scientist here on this show who said that the German government, and he alluded to other governments, having had or likely had this type of technology for decades, it's not new. But of course, you know, researchers at UC Berkeley, they develop a smart dust or a neural dust-like technology, and it really becomes a question of the chicken or the egg, which came first. Did Berkeley develop this, and then the Department of Defense and DARPA, through the funding of it, obtain the technology? Or did the Department of Defense and DARPA fund it, obtain the technology through the funding of it, but also in funding it, funded a a more civilian form of development of this technology when the technology goes back further than 2012-2013. There's a lot of reasons for speculation that is beyond the status quo on the subject of smart dust and neural dust, but it presents us with a really, really disturbing question. Smart dust or neural dust is so small that you can't see it. It can literally be sprayed. It can literally be injected. It can be implanted. I mean, these are, these are things that are kind of disturbing to think about. It can be inhaled into the body. So if you read the UC Berkeley article from 2016, implanted, injected, or inhaled are the ways in which this gets into your body. Meaning that it can be injected with a syringe or it can be inhaled when you're walking outside, walking your dog, reading a book, sitting on a bench having lunch. You can inhale this. Now, the application of smart dust is supposedly meant to monitor internal organs in the body, providing a real-time readout of health of the functioning of an organ. Now, this sounds great, but ultimately, there's an immediate downside to such technology. Now, the other applications for neural dust outside of prosthetic limbs would be biological and technological weapons applications. Researchers want to use them for brain-machine interfaces as well or to outright track every piece of data from your body, including the real-time accessing of nerves, organs, and you guessed it, the brain. In 2013, MIT Technology Review reported exactly this, quote, intelligent dust particles embedded in the brain could form an entirely new form of brain-machine interface, end quote. Now, of course, it really should be obvious that if information can be extracted directly from some part of the body, it can also be sent back the other way. Loading a body with these particles would create cybernetic organisms that could have every aspect of their existence monitored, cataloged, and controlled. And, And cybernetics and transhumanism would be achieved without a system of wires and traditional microchips, and that is huge. Because when we think of cybernetics, when we think of transhumanism, We think of wires connected to the body. We think of plugging ourselves into a computer, but that's all metaphor. That's all symbolic. When we think of uploading ourselves into a machine, we think of the same thing, but that's all metaphor. That's all symbolic. Uploading yourself into a machine, creating a digital copy, which is what 6G or Samsung's connected reality, their digital sub-reality that they want in the next 10 years, and they have that information in a, in, a, in a white paper. That system is run by machines, and there is a digital replication of you in that system, along with replications digitally of places and other people. And the way that you become uploaded is not by connecting your brain to a machine, it's by logging onto the Internet. It's by... Accessing your phone or your tablet or your smart, quote-unquote, smart device. All the data you put into it is creating a digital you. You already have digital avatars on your your, uh, various accounts of social media, Netflix, Hulu, you name it. That's the digital you. That's one of the ways in which you've been uploaded into a computer. Now... On the subject of smart dust, we have to consider how would smart dust be spread? It could be injected into you with a vaccine. Sure, but that seems like it would take a long time if you really wanted to inject all people with this technology. You could just spray it in the atmosphere. If the government and various corporate interests are already officially Gearing up to, and in some cases, private enterprises like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Just read the Nature articles, go to uh, mainline news, government websites, or buy my book, The Technological Elixir, and it'll explain all of it. If they're already looking to control, and you can find the patents on this as well, whether using sulfur, using aluminum, using barium, using strontium, using uh, various forms of, of heavy metals and other types of poisons and chemicals. And if they're already doing that officially, well, it's probably been done for a long time. And, and, and this, this process electrifies the atmosphere. It prevents sunlight and heat from escaping, therefore warming the Earth and creating a kind of like a, a microwave vacuum of, of the entire planet. And that allows for things to be more easily transmitted through the atmosphere, creating, in essence, part of that digital sub-reality. Other scientists want to use smart dust for viewing the stars. Physics or phys.org reported in 2014 smart dust technology could reshape space telescopes. Another article from Forbes in 2018 asked the question: smart dust is coming, are you ready? It detailed the admitted capabilities of this technology, including data collection of stress, pressure, humidity, sound, and more. Processing of that data with what amounts to an onboard computer system. Storage of that data and its memory. And wirelessly being able to communicate that data to a cloud. And that is what it's all about. Gathering all of the information into a central source. Now, we have to consider smart dust in relation to another bizarre and debated Subject that is Morgellons disease, and it's linked to chemical trailing. And I was thinking because I'm not a proponent of pharmaceutical drugs any more than I'm a proponent of vaccines. But I'll tell you this: if if ivermectin is supposedly working against COVID-19, <clears throat> maybe we're asking the wrong questions about COVID-19. Maybe COVID-19 isn't so much what people think it is. Maybe SARS-CoV-2 exists. Maybe it's some kind of parasitic or biological uh, or non-biological, perhaps, plague, like Ray Kurzweil talked about. And perhaps ivermectin, which gets rid of parasites, is getting rid of SARS-CoV-2. Let's let's think about that tonight here on The Secret Teachings. We're going to go into more details when we come back from break. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Gable at yahoo.com don't go anywhere there's more after this the music tonight white bat audio that's white bat audio on youtube check them out and check out our website at www.thesecretteachings.info stay with us Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is The Secret Teachings Radio on The Fringe FM.
4: If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit the website thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the show access to the digital versions of each one of Ryan's books. The show offers weekly and monthly subscriptions, or, for $50 a year, get access to the archive, montages, and digital books at a discounted price. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the donate button at the top of the page. Your subscription supports The Secret Teachings, the friends I Field, and the
2: Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings. And like my show, I like to associate with people and companies who are passionate about taking steps to a healthier life. Pro One Water Filters brings you simple-to-use systems for the home business and even the shower. They filter fluoride, heavy metals, and more, and their shower heads stop chlorine from being vaporized and inhaled. i personally use their systems now for five years, and they're worth every penny sincerely. Our other affiliate, US Plus Health, is a small American company specializing in hydrogen peroxide solutions, isopropyl alcohol, and hand sanitizers with no additional ingredients like ethanol, chloride, or methanol. They use 100% U.S. materials at an FDA-registered facility. Their simple, non-toxic formulations are both safe and gentle. They evaporate quickly and leave no residue or stickiness. They're even recommended by the CDC, FDA, and WHO as opposed to other toxic chemicals like QACs. Find links to these affiliates, Pro One Water Filters, and U.S. Plus Health on our website, www.thesecretteachings.info for links or visit usplushealth.com and type in the promo code TSTCLEAN.
4: And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The
0: Fringe FM.
4: You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email Ryan at
1: rdgable at yahoo.com. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com.
2: And you're listening to... The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and I want to share something astounding with you. It's no mistake that Delta equals four numerically, and that with its three sides equals seven, the number of revelations that heralds the apocalypse to build a new kingdom on the ashes of the old. The new kingdom is not firstly God's, though, but a false prophet who will be crowned, the Corona. His kingdom is seven years long, but it's cut in half. Delta means change and authority and conveys a deep meaning in holding the eye of God and his infallible name, Yahweh, the Tetragrammaton. It's no mistake images of SARS-CoV-2 have little triangles, or that delta waves place people into a diseased, unstable state of mind. It's no mistake the biggest global conspiracy is one of depopulation. That its logo is supposedly a triangle, and that delta extracted from the Norse Valknut means fertility. These are the patterns that we see in the observations that we make on the Secret Teachings Radio, five nights a week broadcasting on the Fringe FM. For more information, check out the Secret or email us rdgable at yahoo.com. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and this is The Secret Teachings. And I was just thinking that uh, there's just absolutely no way we're going to be able to cover everything in tonight's show. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to make this part one of a two part series on something that I'm not even really sure what we're going to conclude. Honestly, I'm not I'm not even sure where this all goes. I'm just going to present you with the information and, and we'll try to make a determination together on all of this. I'm sure you remember Julian Assange. Julian Assange, the founder of WikiLeaks, in one of his last interviews, referenced a material that he called evil dust. He said that the material is, quote, intelligent and, quote, scattered everywhere like confetti. In everything.
0: Intelligent evil dust uh, scattered everywhere like, like confetti
2: in everything. Intelligent evil dust. Now, that kind of sounds familiar. It kind of sounds like you could correlate it and find a relationship between Evil Dust, UC Berkeley's quote-unquote smart dust, funded by the DOD and the DARPA, Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, and the non-biological plague of Ray Kurzweil from Google. He said, quote, you could have some self-replicating nanobot that could create copies of itself and ultimately within 90 replications. It could devour the body it's in or all humans if it becomes a non-biological plague. Smart dust, neural dust, evil dust, a non-biological plague, whatever you would like to call it, whatever sounds better or whatever makes more sense to you, is also something that I and other researchers, radio hosts, authors, have speculated as being perhaps one of the causes of something called Morgellons or Morgellons disease. I have personally met people, and I have at least one person I could call my friend, who has Morgellons. I have seen it with my own eyes. My friend told me that when they went to the doctor, a doctor they had been with for decades they talked to this doctor and showed them the open lesions on the skin with the fibers coming out of those lesions. The doctor told them that it was all in their mind, it was all made up, and deferred them from the office, someone they had known for decades. My friend showed me the Morgellons lesions. They had them on their arms, And their legs, now this wasn't like scurvy, okay? They literally had hair-like, tube-like fibers coming out of the body. Now, granted, there might be some people who, you know, maybe they have scurvy or some other kind of lesion in the skin. And they look down and they're paranoid listening to Coast to Coast. Or maybe they're listening to the secret teachings at 2 in the morning. And they look down and they see... You know, they've got these lesions on their skin or maybe they got burned by something, but they also have, you know, body hair. And they think, oh, my God, there's tubes growing out of my skin. And they just kind of fall over and convulse and and, and, and they, they can't handle reality. Yeah, that certainly probably has happened in more than one case. But no, I've seen the multicolored tubes firsthand. I've seen the tubes in the lesions. Now, that doesn't mean that what my friend had was Morgellons. Maybe it was something else. But the doctor told him those lesions didn't even exist. And I didn't even know what my friend was showing me. He just showed me his arms and his legs, and he said, look, look at these. I mean, he thought he had Morgellons, and he was using a little electrical device that he would place on his neck, and it would send out an electrical signal and he said that was the only thing he could use to get rid of of the, what appeared to be replication of the tubes. And I thought that that was interesting, as did he, because it's well believed, it's well known in this field of research that Morgellons is caused by self-replicating nanotechnology and that the tubes that in some cases, are multicolored that come out of these lesions. When you try to pull them out, they embed themselves further. They're kind of like a self-replicating nanotechnology that once in the body becomes a part of the body, the body is a host, and therefore these tube-like nanotechnology or nanotechnological structures are parasitic in nature. And that is a subject that if you talk, read, interview, You discuss the subject, watch a documentary. If you see anything about chemical trailing, anything about Morgellons disease, you'll hear about things like fungus, things like insects, and things like piezo crystals. And you'll hear about all these things in relationship to that which is growing in the body as a result of what's being sprayed in the atmosphere, what's also in food, which is a direct byproduct of what's being sprayed, You know, above us. And it's like. You start to you start to look at the details and it's it's something that I'm surprised hasn't been hasn't been talked about in greater detail, Uh, and that is the subject of something like ivermectin. Now, I'm not saying ivermectin cures covid-19 or SARS-CoV-2 defeats SARS-CoV-2 any more than a vaccine does any more than vitamin D does. I would lean toward the vitamin D. I would lean toward the plant-based diet. I would lean toward reading the original four studies that were conducted on the isolation, including the fifth CDC report on the isolation of the so-called virus, in which they were not, not able to find a direct link between the virus and what we call SARS-CoV-2 the virus and, the, and, and the, the COVID-19 disease. They never isolated it and proved that that caused the disease. We're just looking at normal cases of what they call pneumonia, which is also, I think, misidentified normal cases of, you know, seasonal allergies, uh, chemicals being sprayed, poor diets around the holidays, people get sicker because of the, of the food and the the, la- the the less lack of concern. There's a lot of factors that go into it, but I, I, I'm not a proponent of ivermectin. But if you go back to May of 2021, there's a study published just as an example of ivermectin and how it has been actually studied, and it's not... Some random drug that the crackpot Joe Rogan has taken. Uh, I don't think Joe Rogan's a crackpot. I'm saying that that's how the media portrays him. The crackpot Joe Rogan has taken. Ivermectin, oh my God, how dare he? The Journal of Antibiotics. The Journal of Antibiotics Research Association, the Society for Athenomycitis in Japan, Published this study May 2021, Mechanisms of Action of Ivermectin Against SARS-CoV-2, an evidence-based clinical review article. So, they've done studies on this. This isn't just weird crackpots taking, you know, horse dewormer. The drug was developed by two people, William Campbell and Satoshi Omura, for which they received a Nobel Prize in Physiology or Medicine in 2015. Ivermectin is enlisted in the World Health Organization's model list of essential medicines. Now, again, I don't believe that ivermectin and all these various types of drugs are really, really beneficial to the body. They can shut off, you know, take Tylenol and you take, uh, you know, Advil and it can shut off pain receptors, but it doesn't really get to the root cause of the problem. As for ivermectin, I don't know, but I feel like ivermectin is probably pretty poisonous. Nevertheless, ivermectin is essentially um, a horse dewormer, or it deworms animals. Now, worms are one of the very few things that we can find in nature that is a very commonly known parasite. Like, if you ask people to define a parasite, I assume most people would say, well, worms are a parasite. You get worms, your dog gets worms, you know, a horse gets worms, and you use ivermectin to, to treat the worms. Now, I think we can find as much of a, of a causal agent or a casual relationship between ivermectin and parasites, just as there is between SARS-CoV-2 and what we classify as a generalized disease known as COVID-19. In other words, what I mean is, if ivermectin really is helping people to get better from what's been classified in association with SARS CoV 2 as COVID 19 as a disease, that makes me think COVID 19 isn't a virus, it's a parasite. Now, perhaps COVID 19 isn't even a parasite, perhaps it's a non biological agent. We've been talking about biological, biological, biological. That's all you hear in the mainstream and the alternative narrative. Biologic in terms of how vaccines work and biologic in the alternative media, in relationship to biological weapons. But what if it was a non-biological plague? Maybe it's just a plague of the mind. It's hysteria. I don't know. But what I do know is that it's interesting that ivermectin supposedly treats SARS-CoV-2 or COVID-19 an anti-parasite drug. And the reason I find that interesting is because Morgellon's disease is considered to be caused by a parasitic-like infection. But it's not a worm. It's not an insect, per se. It is a non-biological technology. Smart dust, neural dust, or what Julian Assange called Evil dust,
0: intelligent evil dust, uh, scattered everywhere like like confetti
1: in everything.
2: Which, according to UC Berkeley, as funded by DARPA and the U.S. Department of Defense, is a material that can be implanted, injected, or inhaled into the body. Now, a few months ago, within the grand scheme of this whole just two-week mitigation process, Moderna, a manufacturer of COVID-19 vaccines, received millions of dollars in order to develop new kinds of drugs, new kinds of vaccines. DARPA, and this is a press release from Moderna's website, DARPA awards Moderna up to $56 million to enable small-scale rapid mobile manufacturing of nucleic acid vaccines and therapeutics. $56 million officially, according to a press release by Moderna. And you can just type that in, Moderna, $56 million dollars and you'll be able to pull up the article and the press release, which is a say like a page or two that you can download if you want a copy of it. It's published October 8th of 2020. It's published last year. Now that's interesting considering that Moderna is acting on behalf of DARPA. And one of the things that Moderna is developing with this technology is what they call mobile manufacturing small-scale rapid nucleic acid vaccines and therapeutics, and they're using mRNA to do it. Now, if we follow this through, we find some really, really interesting things. From smart dust and neural dust to RNA, we come to Something that is something we've talked about on this show many times before. We talked about this last Tuesday on the show, black, green, and pink, more evil than you think. And that is the subject of black goo, which I think it gets at least an honorable mention in relationship to vaccine contaminants that are now an international story that as they've been found in Moderna vaccines in different lots in Japan, they found black and pink substances. I want to tie all of this together, but it's going to take a moment. In 2003, there was an article from Computer World, and they said that smart dust could be used for medicine, manufacturing, and the military. All three things are part of DARPA and the Department of Defense, who funded Moderna in 2020 to develop these small-scale rapid mobile manufacturing of mRNA and other vaccine and therapeutic systems. The article also said that these particles create a, quote, network of minuscule remote sensor chips to track uh, enemy movements in a military operation further explaining how smart dust devices are tiny wireless microelectro uh, electro excuse me microelectromechanical sensors that can detect everything from light to vibration UC Berkeley said that each particle of dust contains a piezoelectric crystal that converts ultrasound vibrations from outside the body into electricity that powers an onboard transistor connected to some specific part of the body the MEMS, the micro electro mechanical sensors, can also detect light, and it is possible that their concealed nature includes an ability to hijack RNA or even impose an artificial RNA, the messenger carrying instructions to DNA for controlling synthesis of proteins, and therefore attach to and override DNA in order to create a synthetic system. Do you see where this is going? Nanocrystals can be spread through smart dust by aerosol spraying and could infest every single living organism with, quote, as Ray Kurzweil said, these intelligent computers, end quote. They can block cellular reproduction and absorb necessary ultraviolet light from living organisms. In other words, the technology that we call smart dust or neural dust can hijack the genome, can hijack DNA, can replace RNA, create a synthetic or artificial RNA that takes control of DNA, that takes control of the body, that overrides the organic system with the synthetic system, and through these nanocrystals spread through smart dust spread by aerosol spraying, everything could be infected with them. They would block cellular reproduction, turning the cells into components of this artificial system. This is also called a trap bot that can realign cellular structures in the body on a very small level. It's also known as hydrogel. And it can absorb ultraviolet light. We are beings of light. Our bodies thrive on light. If it can absorb that light, it hijacks the very essence, the very foundation of that which gives us life, turning us into cyborgs, turning us into a form of artificial machine. Now, scientist and researcher Harold Kautz, who I asked to send me a very simplified explanation of things like black goo, Morgellons disease, piezoelectric crystals, to really break it down so it was easy to understand when I wrote my book, The Technological Elixir. All of this, by the way, is in that book. Harold Kautz explained that part of this The system involves multi-generations of technology. This includes creating, quote, artificial microwave-receiving and emitting neural networks using the components of mercury, organophosphates, piezo-crystals, bioavailable barium, and strontium. These are the things that are sprayed into the atmosphere through chemical engineering, through geoengineering. Stratospheric aerosol injection is the scientific name. Solar radiation management is the scientific name. Harold also explained that another element is, quote, Morgellons plus quantum dot dyes for a microwave biophoton interface and synthetic RNA attached to lipopeptides that act like retroviruses to integrate the receiver of a gigahertz-based set of psychotronic non lethal frequency sequences. In discussion with Harold Kautz, he said that synthetic RNA is "quote sprayed in bundles attached to these lipopeptides, which then becomes part of human genetics." He says it's a radio frequency control, has you know various different codes to access it, um, and it offers a variety of, of uh, lethal and non-lethal effects on the body, on the on the system. Neural dust is thought. Also, to be able to carry a form of consciousness as a result, like a virus carries, at least theoretically, the spirit of a disease through the air when you catch a, quote, infection from another person. In other words, and I think this is really what it's all about, the distribution of this dust, the distribution of these crystals creates a synthetic environment, a digital subreality a crystal cluster body for something to inhabit. In other words, replacing RNA, altering DNA, altering the environment and the atmosphere to create this synthetic system, basically a form of terraforming of the biological, physiological spheres, creating a synthetic system that can be inhabited, you know, computers are built on crystals, crystal components just like the body, creating an artificial crystal cluster cluster body for something to inhabit. What could inhabit that body except an artificial form of intelligence? If you read about Morgellons disease, if you read about uh, things like geoengineering You'll probably come across things like the growing of uh, bizarre things inside of the body. Um, you know I, I be, be, you know I, I don't even know it's really hard to proceed further in this analysis because it, it all makes very, very clear sense where this is going and and, and where, where this leaves us today. Retired uh, USDA and USFS biologist Francis Mangels, maybe you've heard of him, he confirmed the spraying of uh, these fine particulates in the atmosphere. He said, quote, although aluminum is a, an abundant element, it does not exist naturally in the environment in free form, dispersing massive amounts of ultrafine aluminum particulates as proposed by geoengineers in the atmosphere, would have unquantifiable human health and environmental impacts. Dr. R. Michael Castle has also shown that some polymers can cause serious skin lesions and diseases when absorbed into the skin. I think these are the Morgellons lesions. Harold Kautz, our friend, also explained how nanocrystals found in rainwater and soil have the ability to block not only ultraviolet light, to absorb it, but natural, uh, natural cellular divisions of plants by acting as a parasite to prevent them from absorbing the ultraviolet light. In other words, the crystals that form in the body, these artificial crystal systems and constructs, hijack the body's absorption of ultraviolet light, interfering with in the communication between RNA and DNA, and therefore cellular development, which is run by DNA. The same can be done in plants. In essence, this crystal growth in the body, this RNA-DNA synthetic construct, acts as a parasite preventing the absorption of ultraviolet light which could cause theoretically rapidity in the development of cancer or the abnormal growth of cells at a rapid rate something that may be mitigated through a parasitic drug perhaps that's the reason that ivermectin works against SARS-CoV-2 or COVID-19, at least according to some medical studies. Now, I am not a proponent of germ theory. I have a couple of friends named Don Lester and David Parker. They wrote one of my favorite books, What Really Makes You Ill? And I send Don and David emails once in a while. I sent them an email about the Australian authorities changing how uh, they classify COVID-19 and how um, people aren't dying from COVID-19, they're dying with COVID-19. That's how they are now classifying the 900-plus deaths, which is by no means a reason to lock down society and have everybody have to have a phone or an application or, or a bracelet or something to be able to function in society. It's just has nothing to do with disease, it has nothing to do with mitigation, it has nothing to do with quarantine to keep people healthy and sick. It's all about control, of course. And uh, Don sent me back an email and said, well, none of that really matters anyway, because there is no such thing as, as COVID nineteen. And and the thing is like I agree with Don. Uh, I agree I don't really think there is such a thing as COVID nineteen as it's been as it's been portrayed. But I think that th- there still is something that makes people sick. Doesn't have to be a virus. I don't think it's a virus at all. But people can be sick for a lot of reasons. You know, I've met several people, and I have one friend who has what we classify as Morgellons. I've seen it with my own eyes. Maybe he had something else, though. Maybe he had, you know, a combination of different classifiable diseases. I don't know, but his doctor refused to see him. And in fact, most uh, doctors, most scientists classify Morgellons as a delusional parasitosis, fear, a fear of parasites. But wonder if some people were sick because of what was being sprayed in the atmosphere. This has nothing to do with SARS-CoV-2 or COVID-19. What if people were sick because of what was being sprayed in the atmosphere? From heavy metals to these nanocrystals that form in the body that hijack RNA, DNA, therefore interfering with the production of, of cells in its proper you know course of development, their proper course of development, which leads to a rapidity in growth of cells or cancer rapidly developing, as is the case with many people who have received COVID-19 vaccines. One of my good friends from Canada, her mother, perfectly healthy, 80-something years old, Had a tumor removed from her breast. Got both vaccines, as far as I understand, at least one of them, for sure. Within a few months, she was dead. They found cancerous growths on her spine and in her lungs, both of which were impeding her ability to breathe and walk, something that prior to taking the vaccine, and due to the fact that tumors grow over a period of decades, doesn't seem to be very logical. Not only did doctors miss these tumors, but she was perfectly fine. Had no trouble breathing, no trouble walking until after she got the vaccine. And then there's the cancerous tumors because that's what these things do. They interfere with the DNA. They interfere with cellular production signals. They interfere, I would suggest, with the absorption of ultraviolet light and other forms of light. They hijack that through the development of these crystal structures in the body turning the body into a synthetic cyborg-like system and in fact this isn't even speculation according to the American Chemical Society engineered protein crystals make cells magnetic research published published in ACS's Nano Letters explained how scientists were able to engineer genetically encoded protein crystals and this is a quote engineered genetically in, uh, encoded protein crystals that can generate magnetic forces many times stronger than those already reported in the body. It's called magnetogenetics. Scientists were able to create crystals coming um, or containing, uh, you know, some form of uh, up to billions of iron atoms and what they call, um, you know, Nine orders of magnitude above single ferritin cages, ferritin iron. The study reported that by introducing crystals that were preloaded with iron to living cells, the researchers could move the cells around with a magnet. So, RNA and DNA, artificially hijacking that system, absorbing the ultraviolet light through the nanocrystals, in essence, altering cellular reproduction, causing cancer. And according to this ACS study, introducing crystals into the body loaded with iron, you could artificially alter cells, not only controlling their reproduction, but making them magnetic like that. That is really disturbing considering this next story that you've all probably heard many, many times. Okinawa, Japan, finds contamination in Moderna COVID-19 vaccines, according to NHK. That's Reuters. Japan's Moderna vaccine contamination problems widen as regions put hold on more shots. That's CNBC. Moderna vaccine production continues in EU amid contamination probe contaminant in Moderna vaccine suspected to be what? Metallic particles. The NKH report published late August cited the ministry as saying the particle reacted to magnets and was therefore suspected to be a metal. Moderna has described it as a particulate matter that did not pose a safety or efficiency issue. That's according to NASDAQ. An article Then you have trap bots and hydrogel. I think it's about time we recognize that this is anything but an accident. Perhaps we are dealing with, and it would seem that we are dealing with, something that is far beyond the reach of even the wildest conspiracy theorist and the wildest things that a researcher could possibly find by digging into the depths of the Internet black and pink substances. A lot of people have been talking about graphene oxide. In fact, graphene oxide is something that is being used or graphene nanomaterials is being used in the development of face masks and other forms of personal protective equipment. But I can tell you this, if DARPA funded Moderna and DARPA is an extension of the DOD and the Defense Department and other agencies have had nanoparticulates that are, I mean, nano just describes the size, but nanoparticulates in terms of of, of robotics uh, from UC Berkeley to the Pentagon and, and other countries have had this too. And they have this technology to, to basically redesign the organic system and replace it with a synthetic system. Uh, the, we're not talking about wires and, and USB ports and Ethernet cords. We're talking about Literally digitally replicating your information and then synthetically altering the RNA to control the messenger to DNA, which, as a result or some kind of byproduct, um, direct or indirect, alters cellular reproduction, causes cancer like that, blocks ultraviolet light absorption, and turns you into a synthetic cyborg system. From vaccines to what's sprayed in the atmosphere. This is not a joke. This is not some kind of scam that I am perpetuating here on radio. This is a red alert. Not to be afraid, but to attempt to research and find ways in which we can mitigate this transhumanistic, eugenicist assault on the organic world. This is an assault on all life. This is an attack on the divine, on God. It is our responsibility, it is our duty to take a stance, dig our heels in, and fight back. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings, and we can only fight back with information. Stay with us. There's more after this in the next segment. Lighting the void with the secret teachings of all ages. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
3: Do you like the secret teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books
2: Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and I want to share something very interesting with you. It's no mistake that the CDC began recommending masks in April of 2020, and that people immediately had trouble adapting or breathing, just a few weeks before George Floyd died in Minneapolis. After his death, people began chanting, I can't breathe, on May 26th. It's no mistake that in June, this man with black skin who had been turned into a god was placed into a golden coffin a real-life reenactment of the killing of Osiris in Egyptian myth. It's no coincidence the same month that this took place in the Twin Cities, a twin summit was taking place with the World Economic Forum, the implications of which we look at on The Secret Teachings. And these are the patterns and observations that we make on the show five nights a week, broadcasting on The Fringe FM. For more information, check out the thesecretteachings.info or email us at rdgable at yahoo.com.
4: And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. Are you thinking about creating a podcast but don't know where to start? Yeah! Do you really want to have to learn all this stuff? Individual track processing, enhance and improved sound quality, edit out those awkward pauses and slips, mix multiple clips and tracks, back volume, deliver consistent sound, live podcast production, show notes and SEO optimization, episode upload to hosting, live call screening, balance levels and live the major broadcast standards, full branding packages, logo design, podcast site, website, no artwork, or do you just want to get on the mic and get your ideas out there? The Fringe FM team is here to help with all of your podcasting, audio and video production needs. From simple podcast to audio enhancement, our professional production staff will make it easier than ever to create the podcast you desire. Visit thefringe.fm, join our team, and get jump started on your podcast today. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team.
1: What are you doing on Wednesdays? I want to invite you to join me, Jess Rogie, the host of The Rogie Report, where I provide commentary and invite guests on to talk about UAPs, conspiracies, current events, nature of reality, consciousness, and of course, the paranormal. Listen to The Rogie Report every Wednesday live at 6 p.m. Pacific. 9 p.m. Eastern here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting.
2: ATLK Digital
4: Broadcasting, The Fringe FM brings you exclusively The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
0: Intelligent evil dust uh, scattered everywhere like, like confetti in everything.
2: You are listening to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast, and I am your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for tuning in, no matter where you may be around the world, no matter what time it is, I appreciate you tuning in to listen to the research that I've conducted for tonight's broadcast, like all broadcasts. If you missed any of our previous shows, you can subscribe to our expanding, our growing archive at www.thesecretteachings.info, get access to the full show archive to download and stream every show after it airs, along with all of our montages and my digital books. The one-year subscription is the best deal by far because for $50 you get all of that and a physical copy, your choice of one of my books And it is free shipping in the United States. We also ship to other countries. It costs a little bit more. Or we can do a drop ship for you. And that will save you quite a bit of money. And it won't be much more expensive than free shipping in the United States. When you subscribe to the show or when you go to the website and you just buy one of the books. I promise you they're worth every penny. In fact, I probably should price them a little bit higher for cost. And due to the fact that these books are immense and they're self-published, uh, I don't do a publishing company company anymore because it's just too much of a hassle. It's easy to do it self-published and I can directly communicate with you as uh, a buyer or you as the audience. And um, I like it that way. I like to keep things very simple. So check out the books, check out the subscription all at www.thesecretteachings.info. If you're interested in what we've been discussing tonight, I'm having a revelation myself. Grab a copy of the technological elixir, black goo transhumanism, and invoking AI. Uh, it's all in there. In fact, one of the chapters that I wrote has so much information on it that uh, I I I I don't know if it's synchronistic. I don't know if if it's if it's a if it's a spirit. I don't know what it is, but I can tell you this. I added uh, about 65 pages to my technology book on what's happened in the last two years. And uh, for whatever reason, I found a way to insert it into the middle of the book around page uh, 290 to 300. And uh, the very next chapter after what's been happening in the last two years, I called it The Virus and Plague. Stupid Smart Dust, Morgellons Disease, Chimeras, and Black Death. And I started it off with a quote from Ray Kurzweil of Google. He talked about how you could have some self-replicating nanobot that could create copies of itself. And once it begins to copy itself, it could devour the body that it's in or it could devour all humans if it becomes a non-biological Plague, In other words, a non-biological synthetic system that self-replicates and has, if you go further, an artificial intelligence that drives its mechanism. If you go to WebMD, or if you happen to have a copy of the DSM-5, fifth edition, you're going to find a few definitions of something called Morgellons. WebMD describes Morgellons as a, quote, controversial and poorly understood condition in which unusual thread-like fibers appear under the skin. Its symptoms are listed by WebMD as such feeling like bugs are crawling all over the skin, burning or stinging sensations under the skin, intense itching, skin sores that appear suddenly and heal slowly, sores that leave very red scars. The DSM-5 describes it as delusional parasitosis. Delusional infestation is a rare disorder in which affected individuals have the fixed false belief that they are infected by bugs, parasites, worms, bacteria, fungi, mites, or other living organisms or Fibers, As with all delusions, this belief cannot be corrected by reasoning, persuasion, or logical argument. Many affected individuals are quite functional. For the minority, delusions of parasitic infection may interfere with usual activities, and for some, very significantly. They put the word fibers in there because this is what people see coming out of their skin. Are there a few nutters that believe that the hairs on their arms or their legs are the fibers? You betcha. But you cannot dispute that there is a very clear distinction when you actually see multicolored fibers coming out of lesions on your arms or legs or chest or back or wherever. And they're absolutely distinct from the hairs on your body. These fibers are thought to be a form of nanotechnology. That self-replicates into what they call nanotubes, or they say they're nanotubular. When you try to remove them from the body, they dig in deeper, they make you bleed. Almost as if they're conscious. They're aware. Now, researchers from the University of California, Berkeley developed a technology referred to as smart dust. That dust was funded by the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency and the US Department of Health by extension. The material is technically called neural dust, and it can be implanted, injected, or inhaled into the body. Interestingly, DARPA awarded Moderna up to $56 million back in 2020 to enable small-scale rapid mobile manufacturing of nucleic acid vaccines and therapeutics. This $56 million grant, which was officially announced in a press release from Moderna on their website, is part of DARPA's Nucleic Acids On Demand Worldwide Initiative to develop a mobile, end-to-end, automated manufacturing platform to provide in-field, just-in-time manufacturing of, quote, good manufacturing practice. Just a bunch of jargon. Quality nucleic acid, including mRNA, Vaccines and therapeutics intended to deliver near-instantaneous protections and treatments to both military personnel and local populations. Take note of the good manufacturing practice, quality nucleic acid, including mRNA vaccines. In other words, this is a military technology. The Chinese are using it on their military to create super soldiers. Because the RNA technology can alter DNA. They can play this word game and say, the mRNA doesn't stay in the body. Don't worry. The mRNA doesn't control cells. Ha ha ha, idiot. But it's like, well, it doesn't have to stay in the body to cause an effect that's detrimental. You can get shot and the bullet gets removed and someone says, why are you so upset? Why are you so hurt? We took the bullet out. Well, I got shot. Doesn't matter if you take the bullet out. You have to clean the wound, remove the bullet. You have to seal it up. Hope it doesn't hit a vital organ or a nerve or doesn't hit a some kind of, uh, you know, critical component of the body like a, 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 like a vein or a blood vessel that could cause you to bleed out internally even if you remove the bullet. I mean, uh, do these people think we're stupid? The RNA doesn't stay in the body. No, 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 it doesn't have to stay in the body. RNA, messenger, RNA communicates. I mean, you learn this in basic, I didn't even take biology in in school. It was way too complicated for me. I'm not not someone who can sit through a biology class. But it's like, this is very basic science, okay? RNA, here, let's just do this. Let's just go to the internet, uh, the internet. What is uh, mRNA in relation to DNA? What, like, what does it do? Maybe that would be the best thing to type in. Here we go. Genome.gov from the government's website. Messenger RNA is a single-stranded tra- RNA molecule that is complementary to one of the DNA strands of a gene. The mRNA is an RNA version of the gene that leaves the cell nucleus and moves to the cytoplasm where proteins are made. All right, that is a very simplified explanation of what RNA is. RNA, therefore, can be put into the body and then it can be removed and we can say that means everything is safe. It doesn't mean anything. It means that you are introducing a synthetic strand of RNA, which is a messenger, and it carries information to the DNA strands of a gene and tells it what to do. Officially, mRNA in these COVID-19 vaccines tells the body to produce a certain protein that can help fight SARS-CoV-2. It can also do other things. And while we're we're focused so intently, and rightfully so, we're focused so intently. And I got to calm down. Um, I'm not really like upset. It's just like I get so passionate. It sounds like I'm angry. <sighs> I'm trying to work on that. But you have RNA synthetically placed into the body. RNA, officially, it's not a conspiracy. It's just like basic science. Here's GM, uh, genome.gov. It complements a strand of DNA connected to a gene or a DNA strands of a gene. And it it, it, it it is a messenger, so it provides the information to the DNA, to, to it. It basically controls your genetics. And if you don't get enough sunlight, for example, and this is part of the reasons, not just because of carcinogens, but other things that sunscreen can cause cancer is when you put so much sunscreen on, you're not getting the light that you need. Not only are you not getting enough light and therefore your body's not producing enough vitamin D, but you're not getting enough light and therefore your body doesn't know how doesn't have the information to transmit through the RNA to the DNA, to the cells, to tell them how to replicate. So cells can replicate out of control causing cancer. You can also go and type in this. Type in vitamin D, and I believe it's 80%. COVID-19 deaths. Here is Healthline, uh, JAMA, and others. Study finds 80% of COVID-19 patients were vitamin D deficient. Not COVID-19 deaths, but people that were patients, people that were Testing positive for COVID nineteen. We know that tests are fraudulent. We know that people are dying with, not from COVID nineteen, and that the whole thing is a big scam in relationship to how it is classified, how it's implied, associated. Just it's the, it's a it's a magical game of words. But here's an idea. What if, and this is based on very very sound scientific information from the basic definition of what RNA is and what it does to more complex militarized and 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 both military corporate and and private interests in the development of synthetic intelligences and synthetic biological systems if you don't get enough sunlight your body doesn't produce vitamin D now there's a lot of reasons people also don't have vitamin D but if your body doesn't get enough sunlight. You don't have enough vitamin D. If your body doesn't get enough sunlight, you can get cancer. Now, when you combine all the different elements that lead to vitamin and mineral deficiencies and the deficiencies uh, generally in, in the body that we have, I mean, just most people don't even drink enough water to sustain themselves. They're dehydrated perpetually. A lot of factors go into this, but let's just think about it. When you look at the sun, you get vitamin D, Your body processes it through sunlight and the control of cellular production. If sunlight is blocked off, if ultraviolet light and other light is diverted, your body doesn't produce enough vitamin D, you get sick. Your body starts to develop cancerous growths because the cells don't have any information on how to replicate And other things can, of course, interfere with this process as well. But sunlight factors in both. Vitamin D, cellular reproduction. In 2013, MIT Technology Review reported that intelligent dust particles embedded in the brain could form an entirely new form of brain-machine interface. According to a Guardian article... Somewhat recently, March of 2016, researchers in the United States have developed a new method for controlling the brain circuits associated with complex animal behaviors, using genetic engineering to create a magnetized protein that activates specific groups of nerve cells from a distance, magnetogenetics, or magnetoproteins. The name of the article, Genetically Engineered Magnetoprotein Remotely Controls Brain and Behavior. That means that, as per even the headline and the specifics of the article, a genetically engineered magnetoprotein can alter the brain and allow for remote control because the magnetized protein activates groups of nerve cells from a distance. In 2019, Science Daily announced, as per the American Chemical Society, that engineers have developed protein crystals to make cells magnetic. Just type that in. Engineered protein crystals make cells magnetic. The research was published in ACS's nano letters and explained how scientists were able to engineer genetically encoded protein crystals that can generate magnetic forces many times stronger than those already reported. What they can do is introduce, according to the study, by introducing crystals that were preloaded with iron to living cells, the researchers could move the cells around with a magnet. Magnetoproteins, magnetic cells. An article in 2003 from Computer World also exclaimed that smart dust could be used for medicine manufacturing in the military. This is exactly what the military is doing with MRNA development for its funding of Moderna and other enterprises, other companies. It also said that these particles create a network of minuscule remote sensor chips to track enemy movements and military operations, explaining how further smart dust devices are tiny wireless microelectric mechanical devices or electromechanical devices, MEMs, that can detect everything from light to vibration. So nanodust, smart dust, neural dust can detect light. Nanodust can detect light, mRNA, when it does not properly communicate with DNA. When you don't get enough sunlight, you become vitamin D deficient, depressed, sick. And when you don't get enough sunlight, your cells can replicate out of control. What does that sound like? I'm going to say it one more time. You don't get enough sunlight. You don't have vitamin D production. You get depressed and you get sick. If you don't get enough sunlight, this is a major cause of cancer and abnormal cellular reproduction or the lack thereof. Smart dust can also... Or neural dust, whatever you choose to call it, is comprised of wireless microelectromechanical sensors that can detect light. When we talked to Harold Counts about this on the show, he told us that not only were certain metals that are sprayed in the atmosphere like strontium, barium, and mercury are components that are being used to create artificial neuronal networks. <laughs> I mean, my, my God. But the, the, this system, it, it basically hijacks ultraviolet light. Nanocrystals found in rainwater and soil have the ability to block natural, uh, natural cellular division by plants acting as a parasite in essence to prevent them from absorbing the light, causing plant cells to fail in reproduction and plants to die. You could theorize that the same could be true for humans. Now there's an interesting word. Reproduction. (laughs) I mean, do you see what's happening do you see what's happening? Do you get it yet? The crystals, the, the, these artificial synthetic crystalline structures. I mean, they're literally. This is Amer- the American Chemical Society. By introducing crystals preloaded with iron to living cells, the researchers can move the cells around with a magnet. They can do that. By introducing crystals into the body, those crystals can grow and those crystals can replicate. They can make your cells magnetic. This was reported in 2016. Researchers discovered a way to control brain circuits associated with animal behavior. They use genetic engineering to create a magnetized protein that activates specific groups of nerve cells from a distance. I mean, couldn't it at least be theoretically possible that mRNA in COVID-19 vaccines are injecting magnetized protein or the material needed, including these crystals preloaded with iron to control cells magnetically by making them magnetic? And when you get this injection, it creates magnetized proteins because it's supposed to create a, the the protein in the body. But the protein it's created as a magnetized protein that activates the nerve cells in the brain and boom. Now you become cyborg like. Now your brain can be controlled. This is not speculative. This is not conspiracy. This is hardcore real scientific information from MIT to DARPA to Moderna to the United States of America and all the laboratories and the research facilities that are developing this type of technology. I'm going to say it again. You can use genetically engineered proteins that are magnetized to activate nerve cells in the brain from a distance. The American Chemical Society has acknowledged that this technology not only exists, not only been developed, but they are promoting it as a wonderful thing, as a new technology that can have great benefits by introducing crystals preloaded with iron to living cells. The researchers were able to move cells around with a magnet. There are different forms of this. One is called optogenetics. And the way that your brain is controlled through optogenetics is with, well, optics, light. Another method is chemogenetics using drugs. (laughs) I mean, what do you think they're doing? They're using light and drugs to control the magnetized proteins in the brain. Neural dust, smart dust. And it's like, you know... UC Berkeley said that each of these particles of dust contains a piezoelectric crystal that converts ultrasound vibrations from outside the body into electricity that powers the onboard transistor connected to some specific part of your body, an organ, the brain. Our friend Harold Kaltz also talked about how open sores that you see with Morgellons disease and self-replicating tubes or hair-like fibers that evade attempts to be extracted have a relationship between another disturbing observance in the body, and that is the development of insect parts, fungus-like infections or infestations. Maybe that explains why some people feel like insects are crawling under their skin in relation to Morgellons. It also relates to the DSM-5's reference to parasites, worms, bacteria, fungi, mites, and other living organisms or fibers. The Chinese government, I don't even know if I should tell you this because it'll just be interpreted as negative, won't it? Dark. Evil. I don't want to hear about it. Well, you're going to have to hear about it. I mean, this happened a year ago. Got very little attention, but you're going to have to hear about it. It's 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 really disturbing. So, China approves human testing for coronavirus vaccine grown in insect cells. Using insect cells to grow proteins for the coronavirus vaccine could speed up large-scale production, the city government of Xingdu said. On social media, WeChat, last August 2020, they tested it on monkeys. The vaccine was shown to prevent SARS-CoV-2 infections with no obvious side effects. They're growing, they're growing, the proteins inside of insect cells. It's what Harold Kautz told us years ago. It's all true. It's all true. From the piezoelectric crystals to the polymers, from chemtrails or geoengineering to neural dust, smart dust. To the, to the the GD, American Chemical Society, talking about crystals loaded with iron, turning living cells into basically magnets. And then and what does that do? It turns them into magnets. They can be controlled, and they can be controlled remotely. How? Well, they can be controlled, re- controlled remotely through optogenetics, through light. In other words, if you don't get enough sunlight and your body... Begins to break down. You don't have enough vitamin D. Cancerous developments begin, and and you find out that smart dust can basically hijack light. That that it can alter the 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 function of the body by controlling ultraviolet and other forms of light. And and this is done through through piezoelectric crystals. It's done through, as far as I understand anyway. that power the onboard uh, systems. And and if you don't have the sunlight, you know, your body can't function. But what if you get the sunlight? It's diverted. It's used to power these synthetic systems, in effect, turning you into a cyborg-like zombie. I mean, this isn't a a theory. This is exactly what the science says. And then they can control the cells in your body through Tartbots, hydrogels, and you guessed it little crystals loaded with iron that make your cells magnetic and then they can use that to control brain circuits turn them on and off i mean basically what they're doing is they're hijacking they're hijacking dna through rna they're overriding the organic system and, and they're using it to create Magnetized proteins, and that's admitted through RNA, just creating proteins in the body, magnetized proteins that they can activate, they can turn on and off, connected to nerve cells in the brain, in the body, connected to organs, turning them on, turning them off, turning them on, turning them off, using artificial light to replace natural light. And I mean, that's just... It's just right out in the open. The Texas Medical Center, uh, July twenty twenty. Fireflies help kindle new tests and treatments for COVID nineteen. Yeah. Lucifer S. An enzyme that makes the light. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. I I don't know if I can even do another show on this. I don't know if 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 it's uh This is it. This is the whole thing right here. And then and you factor in the graphene oxide. I mean, maybe you're wondering where, where, where all of this is coming from. Well, let me take you to a number of articles. Here's the Pharmaceutical Journal. 2017 researchers find metal impurities in vaccines, but European regulator challenges study. They said, oh, they're in there, but uh, don't worry, they're still safe. Japan halted a number of Moderna vaccine lots, millions of vaccines, because they found black and pink substances. And guess what? Not only is there a synchro-mystical connection to black goo and transformative matter and artificial evolutionary change, genetic engineering, etc., but according to reports, the vaccine syringes and the vaccine vials they reacted to magnets. I'm Ryan Gable. This is the Secret Teachings. We'll be back. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings. And like my show, I like to associate with people and companies who are passionate about taking steps to a healthier life. Pro One Water Filters brings you simple-to-use systems for the home business and even the shower. They filter fluoride, heavy metals, and more, and their shower heads stop chlorine from being vaporized and inhaled. i personally use their systems now for five years, and they're worth every penny sincerely. Our other affiliate, US Plus Health, is a small American company specializing in hydrogen peroxide solutions, isopropyl alcohol, and hand sanitizers with no additional ingredients like ethanol, chloride, or methanol. They use 100% U.S. materials at an FDA-registered facility. Their simple, non-toxic formulations are both safe and gentle. They evaporate quickly and leave no residue or stickiness. They're even recommended by the CDC, FDA, and WHO as opposed to other toxic chemicals like QACs. Find links to these affiliates, Pro One Water Filters, and U.S. Plus Health on our website, www.thesecretteachings.info for links or visit usplushealth.com and type in the promo code TSTCLEAN.
3: They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years everything good that happened was cause of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff <laughs> like you're all working for the
0: same guy want more of the fringe check out the fringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows also don't forget to check out the fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the paranormal radio app and talk
2: stream live where the normal and paranormal collide it's the fringe fm Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
3: This is the Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Secret Teachings.
4: Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Intelligent
0: evil dust. Uh, scattered everywhere like like confetti in everything.
2: I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Welcome back to The Secret Teachings. Check out our website at thesecretteachings.info if you haven't already. You can grab one of my books like The Technological Elixir or Occult Arcana. There's also Food Philosophy. You can buy the books separately or together for a discount. You can read the reviews on the website and select between the physical copy or the digital copy. Or you get a free copy of one of those books when you subscribe for one year to the show and you get access with that subscription to all the digital versions on top of the montage archive and the ability to download and stream all of our past episodes after they air. Every time you subscribe, buy a book, Donate $5. It allows me to do the research I do to put together this show Monday through Friday on the Fringe FM. And I thank all of you, no matter where you are in the world, no matter how you support us. It really does truly, sincerely help keep this show on air. I am, with the exception of Joe Roop uh, on the Fringe, I'm a one-man band. I'm doing all of it. I'm doing the promotion. I'm doing the research. I'm doing everything to prepare this show, and I'm hosting it. I'm running the board. I'm doing everything. It's not a complaint. I'm just letting you know that I'm doing all the the work here, and uh, it's a lot. So when you support the show, it makes maybe more of a difference than you know. So thank you very, very much for supporting us, being here, listening to what I have to say, even if it's kind of scary. And this is a very scary subject. China has approved... As of last year, human testing for coronavirus vaccines grown in insect cells. That's a Reuters headline. Here is, in 2017, the Pharmaceutical Journal. Researchers find metal impurities in vaccines, but European regulator challenges study. That's the headline. The report published in the International Journal of Vaccine and Vaccination says, quote, the quantity of foreign bodies detected and in some cases their unusual chemical compositions baffled us. The inorganic particles identified are neither biocompatible nor biodegradable. That means that they are biopersistent and can induce effects that can become evident either immediately close to injection time or after a certain time for administration. The research was carried out by the National Council for Research of Italy and the U.S. International Clean Water Institute. Growing a vaccine inside of an insect cell. Metal impurities that are neither biodegradable or biocompatible found in vaccines from tetanus to pertussis, hepatitis B, polio, measles, mumps, rubella, chickenpox, meningitis, you name it. And they found those metal impurities in all of those vaccines they studied back in 2017. Reuters also reported in 2021, just recently, a few days ago, Okinawa in Japan found contaminants in Moderna COVID-19 vaccines, according to the NHK. In different Moderna lots, they found black substances in syringes and a vial. Pink substances found in different syringes filled with vaccines at the Okinawa Center and HK reported. This has been reported on in other articles from CNBC. Japan's Moderna vaccine contamination problems widen as region puts hold on more shots. Reuters again. Moderna vaccine production continues in EU amid contamination probe. They're going to keep producing it because it's not contaminant. It is what is meant to be in the vial, in the syringe. And here's the NASDAQ. Contaminant in Moderna vaccine suspected to be Metallic particles. The NHK report published cited the ministry as saying the particle reacted to magnets and was therefore suspected to be a metal. Moderna has described it as particulate matter that did not pose a safety or efficiency issue. It is a metallic substance. So again... China last year began testing vaccines grown in insect cells. In 2017, a report found in every vaccine sample, from tetanus to polio to meningitis, non-biocompatible and non-biodegradable inorganic particles that were metallic, And the contaminant in the Moderna vaccines is black and pink, and it is also metallic because they use magnets and found that it moved with the magnets. There's something called a a trap bot. You might want to look this up. It's a trap bot. A trap bot is a thread-like radical polymerization process using autonomously propelled bots, micromotor-mediated synthesis of thread-like hydrogel microstructures in an aqueous environment, according to a major study, major journal, that uh, describes how hydrogel works in the body in twenty. In 2020, the American Chemical Society published a report. More effective vaccines with injectable hydrogel. The researchers developed a polymer nanoparticle hydrogel that could be mixed with vaccine components. It goes in and it realigns your cellular structures. Here's another study. Hydrogel-based slow release of receptor-binding domain subunit vaccine elicits neutralizing antibody responses against SARS-CoV-2. And that was a study from just a few months ago. And a few days after that study, April of 2021, the Pentagon researchers at the Department of Defense, Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, announced that they were working on a sensor announced on 60 Minutes on CBS. Retired Colonel Matt Hepburn, an Army infectious disease physician leading DARPA's response to the so-called COVID-19 pandemic, showed off the technology. A sensor carried in a tissue-like gel designed to continuously test the patient's blood. Hydrogels, trap bots, it all starts to come together. Especially when you consider this. The American Chemical Society in 2019 announced that Scientists were able to engineer genetically encoded protein crystals that can generate magnetic forces many times stronger than those already reported. Five billion iron atoms could be placed into cells. And, quote, by introducing crystals that were preloaded with iron to living cells, the researchers could move the cells around with a magnet. Metallic contaminants are not the first type of contaminant to be found in a vaccine. And COVID-19 vaccines are not the first vaccine to have been found to have metallic contaminants. But maybe they're not contaminants. Maybe they're put there intentionally, black and pink. The gel-like substance that DARPA said could be used in the body to detect disease before it occurs through chemical reactions is green. A green gel-like substance providing at least a casual relationship between the black and pink found in the Moderna vaccines in different lots in Japan. By introducing crystals that were preloaded with iron to living cells, the researchers could move the cells around with a magnet, magnetizing the cells. And three years before this was announced, and in 2016, U.S. researchers developed a method were directly controlling brain circuits associated with otherwise complex animal behaviors. They were able to do this using genetic engineering in order to manufacture a magnetized protein that activates certain nerve cell groups from a distance. One way they could do this is through chemogenetics. They can do this with designer drugs that target engineered proteins and specific cell types, or they can do it through lasers or optogenetics, allowing for neuronal areas in the brain to be switched on or off with pulses of laser light. Now we turn our attention to Morgellons disease, a symptom complex classified by WebMD and by the DSM-5 as being delusional. The feeling of bugs crawling under the skin, a burning, stinging sensation, large sores that don't heal or heal very, very slowly. Belief that one is infected with parasites, worms, bacteria, fungi, mites, or other living organisms or fibers. I'm not a proponent of pharmaceutical drugs, but I find it at least casually interesting that ivermectin, which is a dewormer, that ivermectin somehow, according to many people who have taken it and according to actual studies that have been conducted on ivermectin, which is enlisted in the World Health Organization's model list of essential medicine, that it can actually halt the development of COVID-19. Which makes me think that COVID-19, in whatever form it exists, is not even a biological, that it might be a non-biological agent. That it might be more synthetic in the sense That it is more mechanical. That it perhaps is more like a system that is machine-like. The reason I think that is because of the magnetization. Some people literally are magnetized. Perhaps that's because, and although it's rare for that to happen naturally, you become so magnetized things stick to you. Probably 9 out of 10 of those videos are fake, but some people are more magnetic than others after taking the vaccine because it grows crystals in the body, altering your cellular system, and you have trillions of cells in your body making you magnetic. Therefore, magnets can move those cells in the body. And if you're able to control the magnetized proteins that are in the body used and developed Through genetic engineering to activate specific nerve cells from a distance, you can control anything in the body. Now I take you to neural dust. Neural dust can be used for a number of things. UC Berkeley said that each particle of the dust contains a piezoelectric crystal that converts ultrasound vibrations from outside the body into electricity that powers an onboard transistor connected to some part of the body. These MEMSs, or microelectromechanical sensors, can also detect light, and it is possible that their concealed nature includes an ability to hijack RNA or even impose an artificial RNA. The messenger carry instructions to DNA for controlling synthesis of proteins and therefore attach to an override DNA in order to create a synthetic system. Nanocrystals can be spread through the smart dust. Smart dust sprayed through aerosols that can block cellular reproduction and absorb necessary ultraviolet light from living organisms to power themselves in fact when you don't have enough sunlight you become vitamin D deficient you become depressed and sick at least a casual or interesting relationship between that and COVID-19 is that 80% of people that have COVID-19 are vitamin D deficient they're not dying They're really, really sick because they don't have the nutrients and the vitamins that are essential to the body. That's why they're sick. The relationship is the lack of nutrition in relationship to the sickness, not some particle like SARS-CoV-2 in the body, which might even be something the body creates and excretes in order to get rid of poison. Not having enough sunlight also affects RNA, DNA, and your genetics, by causing cells to reproduce out of control, therefore causing cancer. If you're injecting magnetized protein crystals into the body, or a substance that tells the body how to produce proteins, that through whatever you've been injected with, whatever you've inhaled, whatever you've absorbed into the body, can therefore become magnetic, allowing for direct connection through neural dust to organs, direct connection through optogenetics or chemogenetics, through lasers and light and through drugs to the brain and other parts of the body, the nerve cells, that then your body can literally be controlled through signals sent, signals received, turning your body into even more of an artificial antenna in which you become cyborg-like in nature. And when the sunlight is not received and you don't have the vitamin D and your cancer you know cancerous cells begin to, to form I mean this can be induced through an artificial system where it's not like you're lacking sunlight but the 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 synthetic proteins and the protein crystals some may be preloaded with iron and other things to make them magnetic this causes and through smart dust or MEMS, microelectromechanical sensors, for the light that you do receive to be transitioned, to be diverted into perhaps both powering the mechanical systems and depowering your body's natural systems so that the synthetic systems take control of the organic and you become a robot through the protein magnetized crystals that activate neurons in the brain through artificial light as opposed to natural light. In other words, the natural systems of reproduction, of health, of of, of consciousness become replaced. They, they become overridden with synthetic RNA and synthetic DNA communications, the lack of cellular reproduction, the lack of vitamin D. Diversion of sunlight to switch on and off neural networks like this. Switch them on, switch them off, switch them on, switch them off, so that you literally become a machine. I don't have a better explanation for all of this, except to say that when you see this in plants, when plants cannot absorb light, And nanocrystals found in rainwater and soil have been shown to block natural uh, natural cellular division of plants by acting as a parasite to prevent them from absorbing ultraviolet light. The plants fail in reproduction and die. You keep hearing about magnetics and reproductive problems. The light that you are not getting, that in plants, causes the plant to be unable to reproduce and to die. Why is that not related to what could happen likewise in humans? And it all comes around full circle because these parasite-like substances that, that hijack light, that hijack your DNA have, through Morgellons and other research, been linked to growing genetically engineered things inside the body, like insect parts inside the body, creating chimeras and hybrids. China is approving, last year, and likely conducting the research this year, coronavirus vaccines growing inside of insect cells. And not only did the Pharmaceutical Journal In 2017, the International Journal of Vaccine and Vaccinations find that every single sample of vaccine from tetanus to meningitis had metallic particles that were both non-biodegradable and non-biocompatible within them, and then, according to NASDAQ and others like Reuters and CNBC, the NHK in Japan published information halting millions of doses of Moderna vaccines in different lots for black and pink contaminants that reacted to magnets, therefore making them suspect of being metallic in nature, giving us a casual synchromistic connection to black goo, transhumanism, transmogrification, transformative matter, de-evolution or artificially induced synthetic evolution, Crystals that make the body magnetic, magnetoproteins that control the brain. This is what it's all about. This is what it's all about. The solution to the problem? I'm not going to give you a solution to the problem. You have the information. It's up to you to decide what to do with what I have provided you with tonight. And honestly, I don't know if I'm going to do another show. I thought I was going to do a two-part show on this. I don't know. I'll have to think about it. What I do know is, I agree. This is really disturbing stuff, but it makes a lot of sense. And therefore, I think it should provide us with some some safety in thinking, well, we kind of have an idea of what's going on. We need to find ways to maybe block the hijacking of light, the hijacking of our our body's natural systems. And there are ways to do that. I mean, just with diet, let alone mindset. I think they're replacing the organic world with a synthetic world, and I think they're doing it to create a synthetic crystal cluster body for artificial intelligence to inhabit. Metaphorically, a virus carrying the spirit of disease through the air. And when you breathe it in, the nanodust, the particulates, you become part of this system. But there are ways to override it. Again, I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Check out our affiliates, Pro One Water Filters. You definitely need a water filter. U.S. Plus Health. They give you 20% off with promo code TSTCLEAN. www.thesecretteachings.info. Subscribe to the show, please. Grab a book. Support what we do. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. We'll talk to you in the next broadcast.